Hey guys, Trent Copeland here. Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Chain. Yo, what's up guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here and you're listening to Moving the Chain. Yeah, Welcome to Moving the Chains, NFL Week 2, brought to you by topsport.com.au, the best odds in the NFL. Make sure you get on and see Tristan and the team, topsport.com.au. Boys, NFL Week 2 is in the books, and I tell you what, the banter in the WhatsApp group is absolutely heating up. Uh, before I introduce the lads to the show, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about Nick Foles taking over from Mitch Trubisky. Is he done there? Drew Brees, uh, is the old man walking stick coming out? Do they need 30 for 30? And MVP chat, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. Uh, who do you have heading into week three? Amazing start by both those guys. And as I say that, uh, we've got studs or duds. And, of course, the Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player of the Week. Not sure he was so good last week because I subbed him into my team. And, uh, yeah, well, Copes, you've got a few answer, uh, questions to answer there. But as I say that, uh, introduce the boys, Chad Townsend, Nick Davis, and Trent Copeland. Uh, Chad, Rough week for you, 0-3 in the fantasy, but you're back playing NRL, so you've got bigger things at hand. Yeah, look, I'm going through a bit of a rough time in the moving and change invitational, Sally. I'm 0-3, not the ideal start. I've still got belief, but my patience is wearing thin with some of my squad members. I'm looking for trades, I'm open. Um, but hey, we're three weeks in, there's plenty to, plenty to talk about, and you know, ready for a big show. Nick Davis, uh, look, things have gone pretty sour pretty quickly. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, they lost, and you also lost in uh, moving the chain. Uh, look, boys, I don't want to say anything, but I did take the notes off Copes, and I've backhanded both of you. Uh, Chad, see ya. Uh, Nick Davis, see ya. 3-0. and uh, Nick, uh, how have you been, mate? Yeah, I've been fine. I'm happy with my team, both of my teams. Uh, if I get beat by someone getting 28 with a fluke defense, and I'm happy to, I'm happy to ride that for the rest of the year. I know I'll be there. At, but and look, my Raiders there. They were there till half time. Uh, then uh, the, the Patriots just ran the ball down their throat. They couldn't stop them. And uh, yeah, it was a disappointing loss, but plenty to look forward to. Trent Copeland, huge 49ers fan. If you're just joining the Moving the Chains podcast and listening for the first time, uh, they have their probably their third strength team in. They go up against the New York Giants on the weekend. And look, there was a few people worried. And one of those people was Tristan from Top Sport who fielded a bet, a very sizable bet uh, in the Giants plus three. Uh, didn't come off. No worries for the San Francisco 49ers. Who, uh, Jimmy G, who's he? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like that. And you know what? It's, this is what the best teams in the league do when they're without their best players. It's the structures, it's the coaching staff, uh, it's the schemes that they've got going, particularly on offense. Um, defensively, I thought they were super impressive. Without Bosa, uh, without Sherman and a few others, they're really making serious impact. And I don't know if it was just the Giants being horrific or if it was just some guys stepping up and understanding that, you know what, I'm next man up. I've got to step up and play. Uh, but, man, I did not expect that big a victory. I thought it would be much more tight than that. I'm let's stoked. Get, let's get, <laughs> I bet you are stoked. Uh, let's get stuck into it. Tristan's stoked as well. Don't worry about that. Uh, let's get stuck into it, boys. Uh, look, uh, Nick Foles now, he was picked up by the Chicago Bears to be a replacement uh, quarterback, uh, potentially Chad, but he got the starting job pretty much. Mitch Trubisky's done now in Chicago. That big comeback for the Bears against the Falcons to surrender another lead. Gee, they are terrible, the Falcons, in holding onto a lead. But uh, is this the way forward now uh, for the Chicago Bears going forward, Chad? 
Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a pretty big call, to be honest. Obviously, the Bears were behind. They needed something. And, and it was probably one of the biggest talking points in the offseason that the Bears traded for Foles and took him on board and took his contract on board. And it was always going to be a battle between the two of them who would come out of training camp as the number one. But to me, I, I feel like this could potentially be a swap back and forth all year. I'm, I'm not sure we've, we're going to see Foles finish out the season as soon as Foles potentially shows... Um, some signs of decline in his performance. I feel like they could go back to Trubisky. So expect the Bears to chop and change. Copes, I want to go to you. Uh, in terms of a dressing room at the moment, we heard a lot of uh, uproar about the Philadelphia Eagles dressing room. Obviously, Foles comes in for Wentz. They win the, they win the Super Bowl. Then after that, they could have kept Foles and in case of Wentz going down, but he had the dressing room. How important is that for Nick Foles going forward, that he is a veteran. They know what they're going to get from him. He comes in, an amazing comeback. Uh, can you see it chopping and changing like Chad suggests, or are you thinking that the dressing room's like, we need to go with the vet here? Uh, I'm actually a complete opposite with Chad. I, I think it's game over. There's no way Trubisky's seeing the field while Foles is healthy. They're 3-0. and Like, this is a team that's you know, found ways to win in the opening three rounds, and then this guy comes in, comes back against the Falcons, um, as he's done his whole career, he's been written off. Um, I imagine, you know, when they signed him, they didn't anticipate that he would be the starter. Um, but they knew that if he did take over, he gives them something that they haven't had for quite some time. Uh, he gives them accuracy, composure, uh, a presence in the pocket that allows their run game to be solid when they're in front on the back of their defense. So I think it's the perfect match. Trubisky is erratic, uh, makes poor decisions under pressure. And I think... That's what's cost them in big games. If you think two years ago to that big game they lost, yeah, the kicker made an error, but uh, it was Trubisky's errors that led them back into that contest. And I think Foles is the right man for the job. We could be seeing them make some noise, to be honest. Uh, Dickie, how important is it when a senior guy comes back in like that? I mean, you've played in teams that have been successful where maybe a young guy has a bit of form or has not been in form, and then you try and rush that older guy in and gets the job done. It's pretty important. Yeah, it's really important. And you saw uh, Robertson was able to be a beneficiary of Foles coming back in. He wasn't faultless Foles uh, coming back in. He did play the tie that gives up more leads than anyone in NFL history. But I called it, I think, earlier in the podcast, week uh, week two. It took to week three. So um, I'm, uh, I'm with Copes. I think this is Foles' team now. And their defense is showing up a little bit. Um, they're, uh, they're not hopeless. No, they're not hopeless. They join the uh, Green Bay Packers on 3-0 and as well. Absolutely outstanding. And that's where we head next, boys. Some amazing play here by the quarterbacks who make all the money for the right reasons. But, geez, these two guys are playing well. And it's the MVP who we tipped at the start of the year on the podcast. One was tipped Russell Wilson. That was Chad Townsend. And Nick Davis uh, tipped Aaron Rodgers at $34, who's in very, very short now. These two guys Can have we been cash amazing. out? <laughs> uh, maybe you can. You, you might be able to. Depends how much you had. I'll have to ask Tristan. But, uh, Chad, geez, Russell Wilson's been impressive. I know they've leaked a lot of points, but 10 TDs in the last two weeks. Um, you posed the question in WhatsApp group, is this guy underrated what, by some reason? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, Sally. Look, one of my favorite players in the NFL, Russell Wilson. And can you believe this, boys? Has never received an MVP vote in his career. I feel like that is just astonishing. I feel like he's really uh, undervalued in terms of uh, how he's been able to keep Seattle you know, in games, basically through his arm. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, boys, back me up here. Is he underrated? Yeah, I think he's underrated, mate. I, I think... 
on the back of a game plan and a game style that Pete Carroll uh, has run out there for a long time with the Legion of Boom. And then the offense had uh, beast mode behind it. And Russ has just been happy to sit behind that. He's not a Cam Newton-style quarterback that's going to go out and blow his own trumpet. He just gets the job done. And now, uh, without the Legion of Boom, without a number one running back, they've just allowed him to let the ball go. He's one of the uh, most accurate deep passes in the competition. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. It's all set up now for Russ to, um, to dominate. And he's done that in the first three weeks. Copes, I want to pose this to you. Uh, you spoke about, Dickie spoke about the Legion of Boom and obviously Marshawn Lynch beast mode. Was he underrated for so long? Because, I mean, potentially he was off the back of those guys and all good teams had play parts and we understand that. But he hasn't won without them consistently in terms of the big, big games. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since. And there was a lot of talk around if they actually run that ball to Marshawn Lynch instead of passing <laughs> the ball, that they would have had two Super Bowls, which is probably true. Like... For as good as he is, I don't think he's underrated, but for as good as he is, he had some good people around him as well. Yeah, he absolutely did. And I reckon the thing that's hurt him the most is there's been guys like Brady, yeah. uh, you know, Rogers, uh, Breeze, uh, any number of guys like Peyton Manning. For as long as he's been around, there's been absolute superstars um, delivering on the biggest stage and winning Super Bowls. Um, you know, he's been in that mix, but to not even have a single vote, um, it's early in the season, but he's broken records already. Most touchdown passes by a quarterback through three weeks of the regular season in NFL history. Um, Jamal Adams went down with a bit of an injury last week. Other injuries in that secondary means that he's going to have to keep throwing. Um, Chris Carson went down with a knee injury as well. So I think the trust in the run game might just you know, dissipate just a little to even let him cook even more. So I'm excited. And just on your other man you brought up, Aaron Rodgers, he, a bit of a spoiler alert, he's my start of the week. Without Devontae Adams against the Saints in the Superdome, I thought that was one of the more impressive victories I've seen. Um, he just made Alan Lazard into a superstar receiver uh, overnight. And it was what we you know, know and love about Devontae Adams, but he just manipulated the Saints in that game so beautifully. Uh, it was just picture perfect to watch. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Copes, you're asked to bowl pace, uh, not spin. So let me host the show and, and I'll get back to you about your studs or duds. But uh, look, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, uh, Chad Townsend, Aaron Rodgers, he, he's been amazing. And when you look at the team that he has and how he played as Copes just wrapped it up, it's amazing to think that they don't continue to put weapons around him because he should have had another Super Bowl by now, surely. Yeah, 100%. Look, if, if, if and when Aaron Rodgers... Uh, finishes up and to finish up with one Super Bowl, that's probably an underachievement for, for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, th- th- there was a lot of talk throughout that um, telecast when the Packers played the Saints on the weekend of the limited amount of weapons that the pay- the Packers have actually had, especially, you know, first round wide receiver talent while Aaron Rodgers has been there. And obviously, you know, uh, we spoke about, you know, who the Packers drafted this preseason. They drafted a backup QB, Jordan Love, and you know, there was a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers you know, wanting to win now. Why would they draft a backup quarterback when you've got a guy like this on your roster who is ready and willing and going to win you a Super Bowl potentially this year? Uh, like that fire. What do you yeah. reckon? Did, did, is that what it's done? Is it, is it been a little rocket for him to say, you know what, you are the MVP. You are the best in the league to take us and win this thing. Here's a little bit of notice. Okay? We're putting you on notice. And I'll tell you what, it looks like he's taken word. 
Definitely. Well, that's what I was going to say uh, to you, Dickie, was it could be a little bit of light fire, but, I mean, this is a guy that's done it without so many weapons. Like, surely Green Bay want to invest in in getting the best out of Aaron Rodgers, and one Super Bowl probably is an underachievement for, for a guy of his stature. Well, maybe they knew. Maybe they knew this was what he needed. Uh, this was the basis of my MVP pick, that they're going to pick this kid, they're going to sit him behind him, and he's going to go out swinging. He's either going to win it, or be really close to winning it, or he was going to throw a heap of picks and be out the door. So uh, it, it was, he's, he's got grit. He's got the X factor. He's a highly skilled quarterback, but he's a footballer. And we talk about it, the people that, look, he's a cricketer. This guy is a footballer. He's, a, he's, he's got grit. He wants to win. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. He knows he's the MVP, and he's playing like that right this very moment. Okay, boys, uh, one word answer here, or two words, you'll have to say their name, but who is the MVP at the moment, Chad? Russell Wilson. Nick? Russell Wilson. Copes? Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I meant Rogers or Wilson. I oh, know you did. He's been bowling him out of the back of the hand tonight. He's given us all. He's given us everything, Copes. No, Slow ball. I think he's just bowled me. Um, all right, let's throw that up on... Uh, at Moving the Chains on Twitter, Chad. Let's get ready for uh, who is the MVP at the moment? Is it Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, or as Copes just said... At uh, Mahomes or other. We'll throw in other. (laughs) It won't be anyone else. Hey, uh, real quickly, boys, my New Orleans Saints lost their second game in a row and Drew Brees has caught some criticism uh, about his passing game. No Michael Thomas still out with that injury. But uh, just real quickly, uh, Copes, I'll go straight to you being the elder statesman here. Uh, What have you made of Drew Brees' performances? And, I mean, there's no talk or or there is a little bit of talk whether they should go to James Winston. That won't happen. Uh, but should Saints fans like myself be worried about Drew Brees and, and being so old? Uh, no, I think the short answer is no. I, I think, think about the receiver that he lost two weeks ago, and that's Michael Thomas, probably the best receiver in the entire league. So uh, I think if you can get him back, establish the run game through Latavius Murray, who I think has been pretty poor so far, to help out Kamara, and I reckon they'll be absolutely fine. Uh, Chad, you're probably a couple of years away from getting to the end of your career, but certainly as you get older, it gets harder in those playmaking situations. And uh, Drew Brees is probably finding that out at the moment that he doesn't have his best weapon there, um, but they can still get the job done in the NFC. But it is pretty tough at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Look, I think the biggest question marks at the moment around Drew Brees are probably the strength of his arm. Um, you know, and potentially at, at 41 years old, whether he's still got that you know strength to get the ball out quickly, the quick release. Obviously, you know, we see a lot of these young quarterbacks and, you know, Mahomes, for example, the way he can throw a ball is just such an asset to the Kansas City offense. So um, I still feel like he's got it. Brees is an older statesman. He's got a great team around him. He's got offensive weapons galore. So expect the Saints to, to be there somewhere at the end. Dickie, are they still uh, are they the favourites in that division, or are Tampa Bay just slowly working it out? Well, they're slowly working their way out. Um, out of my moving the chains uh, bet at the start of the year for the overs, I'm worried, Sowie, that your Saints might not get the ten and a half. Uh, <laughs> Chad, Chad's team is over five hundred for the first time since two thousand and fourteen. Do one, <laughs> baby. Let's go, Browns. Dog Copes's, pound. Copes's team is just flogging people. I'm in from five hundred, but look, I just think. At the moment, they're really relying on on yards after the catch, and Kamara is giving them that. The teams that you don't have to defend any more than 20, meters, uh, 20 yards down the field, uh, they're, they're becoming pretty predictable with what they're going to dish out. Michael Thomas coming back is going to help. Last week against the Raiders, they threw the ball once to Emmanuel Sanders, and that was late in the, in the last quarter. 
So they're going to have to come up with some interesting things. Um, look, defense is getting put under pressure. He's not getting any younger. They're going to have to come up with some tricks. They've got the talent there. It's going to be how well they, they're going to have to be coached out of this. Yeah, they certainly will. Sean Payton's got his hands full uh, ahead of an important matchup this week. Uh, all right, boys, uh, while we get our studs and duds ready for week two of the NFL, the results were Dolphins handled the Jaguars. That was a surprise, 31-13. The Browns, uh, they did it easily over Washington. Patriots, good win over the Raiders. The San Francisco 49ers, they shit it in over the Giants. Uh, tight game between Pittsburgh and the Owen 3 Texans, which... Uh, still can't believe they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. Tight game there, Rams, Bills. Tight again between the Vikings, Titans. A draw, boys. A draw between the Bengals and Eagles, which both puts them at 0-2-1. Unbelievable. The Falcons choke it up again to the Bears. Panthers beat the Chargers. That was a surprise. The Colts beat the Sorry Jets. Buccaneers, uh, Lions, Seahawks, Packers, and the Chiefs win. And before we get to studs and duds as well, uh, that game yesterday, Chad, absolutely outstanding. Uh, Patrick Mahomes shows again why he is one of the, or probably the best player in football at the moment. Uh, are we a little bit surprised at how easy they did it yesterday against the stout defence in the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, look, uh, to be honest, I was a little bit shocked. I thought the contest would be, um, you know, a little bit more even, but I'm going to get to uh, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more with my studs and duds because both my picks are coming from that game. All right, let's get into it then. Uh, best sound in the world for NFL uh, lovers and fantasy players. Here we go. <laughs> All right, it's now time for studs and duds where the boys go through and pick their best studs of the week and give it to some of the duds who are still earning multi-million dollar contracts and probably don't even care what four people in Australia think about them. But uh, <laughs> Chad Townsend, studs and duds this week, you're up. Yeah, look, like I said, Sia, just before, look, my stud and my dud come from the Monday Night Football game, Chiefs versus Ravens. The stud, you can... You can't go past Patrick Mahomes. I've got written down. He's 31 of 42, 385 yards, four touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. I thought it was an absolute magnificent performance from uh, the reigning Super Bowl MVP and champion. And my dad, you know, he's opposite, Lamar Jackson. I thought it was probably one of his you know, poorest games in the NFL. There was so much hype around this game. And, and now Lamar is, is now 0-3 against the Chiefs and against Patrick Mahomes. He went 15-28 of 28 for 97 yards, boys. Can you believe that? In that offense, uh, one touchdown and one fumble, which obviously was very costly. But to me, I thought it was a poor performance from Lamar and, and look for him to bounce back next week. Yeah, there you go. It was surprising. I uh, tuned in for a little bit of that game, and I was very surprised at how easy Mahomes looked like he was pulling that defense apart. Uh, all right, Nick Davis, studs and duds for you at week two NFL. Uh, start of the week for me is uh, off the back of Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett. I think he's been uh, an outstanding wide receiver. Uh, he's getting uh, a lot more of the attention now from Russ. They're starting to throw the ball longer down the field. He's, uh, he's a beneficiary of this. DK Metcalf is obviously taking a little bit of pressure off there. They're really, you know, one of the best wide receiver tandems in, in the NFL. Um, and he's scoring some big points. So Tyler Lockett for me and the dud of the week. I'm keep picking on the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz. Seriously. Uh, he's had, uh, he's getting more sacks than uh, he's going to win the world record for sacks in a, in a year. I think he had eight last week and six the week before. Look, he's really struggling. Uh, their offensive line is obviously not that great, but he has not looked like the player that was uh, potentially taking him to a Super Bowl two years ago. So Carson Wentz is the dud this week for me. And the big problem with that is they've tied to him with a big contract. 
back. So it's not like they can put Jalen Hurts in and, and try and trade away Carson Wentz. Copes, yours is the most important because you're the most knowledgeable here. And I want to get in before that. Uh, my uh, stud this week was the Indianapolis Colts. Now, they were an astute pickup by me uh, in the Move and the Chains Invitational. Uh, and they got me 26 points. Uh, in the matchup with uh, Nick Davis. And uh, I'll tell you what, boys, three interceptions, seven points allowed, two sacks, two D- two TDs. Uh, it was a great pickup by me. But my dud this week, uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, they should not lose that game if they're going to be a serious contender to the Detroit Lions. Three interceptions, uh, five carry. He, I mean, he does some great things, but you cannot turn over the ball if you are going to be in that division that's so tough already uh, and need to keep pace with the team. That's the team that they should have beaten. Copes, uh, who's your studs and duds this week? Yeah, I love that one. It was the first time I've ever seen Kyler look flustered. So, uh, good call. Um, my stud, I mentioned before, Aaron Rodgers, I thought... Uh, what he did this week and, and so far this season uh, has been super impressive and he's on his way to leading the Packers all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, the dud for me is Daniel Jones and the Giants. Uh, this is some sort of hole that that organisation has found themselves in. The only team probably in a worse situation, and it's lucky for them, is the Jets in the same city. So, look, I think Daniel Jones' performance without Saquon Barkley, this could be a record-breaking season for them in a bad way. Most losses by a Giants team in history. I agree. Uh, who? Let's throw this on Moving the Chains uh, Twitter. Make sure you go at Moving the Chains. Who uh, loses more games this year, Giants or Jets? Because that is a sorry place oh. if you're a football fan there. Jets. Uh, gang Green versus Bad Blue. Uh, all right, boys, uh, before we get to our fantasy chat, uh, topsport.com.au, they are sponsors of the Moving the Chains podcast, and they are throwing up $1,000 to the winner of the Moving the Chains Invitational and $1,000 to charity as well. We've all got our team in there, uh, some going better than others. And as we go through the results this week, uh, I handled Dickie quite easily. Uh, Copes. Pimp my Clyde, absolutely give it to you. You're one and two. Uh, he's yeah. three and oh. Team top sport, which is Tristan. He got wrestled by the back-to-back uh, champion uh, in the NRL, Trent Robinson. He's got bigger things to worry about this week. Uh, the Bill Belichicks, well, they are like the New York Giants. They stink. <laughs> oh, <it's> uh, <laughs> team Aaron Vecini's absolutely give it to you by 50 points. Uh, team fan- Now, this is a surprising one because Team Fantasy Football Down Under, the guru. I mean, it's in his name, boys. The Guru uh, is one and two at the moment and got wrestled by the worst player uh, in fantasy this year, which is Team Salty. Uh, he's out there just making a couple of runs and then goes, you know what, fantasy football down under, get this in there and hit you for six. Uh, and then Dan Frost official absolutely uh, smashed Aussie's audibles who have a bad week. Had with a bad injury. week, Aussie's audibles. Yeah, he had a real bad week. 85 points, seriously. I think two of my players got that. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, it's now time for the Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player to Watch for the week. And, uh, Chad, a big announcement for Cronulla Beer. You're able to pre-order now. Yeah, that's correct. See, the pre-sales are available today. Um, hop on the website, www.cronullabeerco.com.au. You'll be able to pre-sale. Hopefully, we'll be getting out uh, the product early November. So, um, you get there and taste it. You'll love it. Certainly will. I uh, can't wait to, to taste it ourselves. You definitely got our addresses, didn't you? Yeah, I do. Don't yeah, worry about it. Don't yeah, worry. Just be patient. All right. Um, mandatory, <laughs> mandatory beer each night when we record the pod. That's for sure. Oh, 100%. Uh, definitely. Okay, uh, Copes, uh, Cronulla Beer fantasy player to watch this week. You had uh, Kelly last week, the running back for the Chargers, a good matchup. Uh, I, I moved him in uh, astutely, as, uh, as you recommended. Probably didn't get as many points as what I'd like, but uh, who have you got this week? <laughs> 
Yeah, the Chargers were a massive letdown last week. And then when they were playing from behind, which I never thought would happen, uh, it was Austin Eckler that got all the work. So uh, sorry about that one. This one is about an injury replacement, but he's also a very well-established player in the NFL. The Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player of the Week this week. It's Carlos Hyde who steps into that Seahawks offense that is on fire to replace Chris Carson, who's out this week. I think we see 15-plus touches and at least one touchdown. Uh, for a guy who's available on waiver-wise, I think he's a great get this week. There you go, Carlos Hyde. And, of course, they play the Miami Dolphins, which is a favorable matchup for them. Uh, Top Sport are the sponsors of this podcast, boys. Uh, We had one of the multis lob last week. We get $50 each week. Thanks to Tristan and the team up there. Copes, I think you're multi-lobbed. So we've got some money in our charity kitty there. Uh, Where are we heading this week, boys? I'll let you guys get up your bets first. I'll go first here. Uh, The Denver Broncos, well, they are playing the New York Jets this week, and they're minus three. That is money for Jam, $2 there. Seattle Seahawks, they will pump the Miami Dolphins minus six and a half and uh, I've been taking Copes, I love listening to you and I do take notes. The Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers over 58. That right there will give me a total of $7.48 and I'm going to have my 50 on that. Chad, where are you going? Yeah, look, I'm going to put my money this week on the Steelers over the Titans at $1.77 and also I'm going to back Nick Davis's Las Vegas Raiders giving us $2.34 over the Bills. I think they could potentially cause an upset there at $4.11. Yeah, the Bills are one of the movers in uh, to win the whole thing this year, along with the Seahawks for obvious reasons. But uh, Nick Davis, where are you at? Yeah, well, I'm just going to add a little bit more value to Chad. So I'm going to take the Denver Broncos in uh, in Thursday Night Football into my Raiders into the Steelers. I think the Steelers at $1.77 are good value. And I think the Raiders, as Chad said, at 235. So that gives me, with a little bit more value, $6.79. And the only person to win last week, I'll tell you what, if, you, if you're out there and you're thinking, you know what, I might put some money on this week, it has to be Trent Copeland's because he tipped you, uh, Russell Will, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, Matt Ryan to get the most yards thrown this year, $8 into about 90 cents. Uh, he'll win that easily because his team sucks and he has to throw it. But uh, where are you going this week, Copes? Yeah, and that Chiefs bet last week, I was an absolute gimme. $2.40 yeah. or something we got. It was ridiculous. Anyway, um, this week I've got uh, the Cardinals. I reckon they're going to cover uh, against the Panthers, who are without Christian McCaffrey. Um, that's $1.53. Jacksonville, I reckon, are going to get the wood over the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow has impressed me, but I just don't think he's quite there yet. They're $2.40 underdogs in that game. And then I'm with uh, Chad before Pittsburgh. Uh, at $1.77 to beat the Titans. So $6.49 for my three-leg multi there. And make sure you go on to topsport.com.au and get all the best odds in the NFL. Uh, That's it, boys. Uh, If you are uh, having a punt, please do it responsibly. Make sure you cheer on your team. Good luck in fantasy this week, boys. Lucky for you three. None of you have to play me this week. Uh, Hopefully you get a week off. But uh, make sure you all stay safe. Uh, Tag us in anything that you're doing in the NFL, and we'll catch you next week.